Welcome to another edition of The Local Show here on Grassroots Community Network. I'm Eric Scarvin, your host. Guys, thanks for joining us this week, where each week we feature inspirational locals throughout the season. This is actually our last show of the Winter Series. On that note, I do want to thank all of our great winter underwriters. We'll recognize them throughout the show today. Really happy to bring a first-time guest to the show. She's our neighbor at the Red Brick. She's the executive director of the Red Brick Center for the Arts. That's correct. Sarah Roy, I got it, Sarah. Yes! The rest is easy. Once I get that sentence-long title out of the way. That's Red it. Brick, Red Brick, Executive Director, Red Brick Center for the Arts. It, it is a mouthful, I will have to say. <laughs> it would be like head of the Red Brick. Right, right. Can we just go with that? We can go with that. Director I'm, of the Brick. I, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. <laughs> By the way, it just reminded me, I just flashed back. We were talking a little before the show about our background and growing yes. up and stuff. Yeah. We listened to a band called Brick way back in the day. It okay. was like an 80s funk band. You had like Ohio players, okay. Commodores. Okay, kind of sounds familiar. Brick. Yes, yes, yep. Uh, well, I think of the song, <laughs> The Brick House. Brick House. Right, yeah. yes. Which could be like your guy's theme song. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, think about that. Maybe put that in and incorporate that this summer in the show. Other when than people walk in. Yes, that, the video that would have to then go along with that. So well, I, could, I could get into retro clothes. I could, that be, could be really fun. could use those yes. creative juices. Exactly. You know, so, <laughs> so let's backtrack kind of back to your childhood because it's your first time on the show, it as is, I mentioned. And uh, where do you hail from originally? So originally I'm from Memphis, Tennessee. From Memphis? Um, I am. So... Um, and as we were speaking about how where you grow up really is obviously so formative to who you are. And I was yes. saying I'm a, will forever be a Southern girl at heart, you know, and as a th Southerner, you know, you just love where you are and the concept of even living outside of the South. I, I mean, I, I feel like you, when you're a Southerner, you, you, you're born, you're raised and you die all within the same place. So <laughs> I think for so many decades when I was out here, it took me a while to make that realization that actually I love being out west and to kind of really huh. embrace that commitment to maybe I'm a western girl, a western huh. southern girl, you know. Just, so, yeah. so, yes. But yeah. So there's that real sense of belonging. You see, that's kind of like in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, most of the friends I grew up with did not leave. Some even bought their parents' own homes. Yeah. <laughs> it's just they stay there. It's yeah. just it's, there's a lot of loyalty. There You're, is. The there roots is. run deep. Of course, your family and exactly. traditions. Yes. And what else do you think? I mean, for me, the South is seems like hospitality. It, it always is. goes, Southern hospitality always kind of goes together. Definitely. Definitely. So you bring some of that with you, too? And, I think so. I think yeah. so. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think you're always kind of... Yes, thinking about somebody else and how you can make that other person comfortable, you know, and then right. enjoying the art of gab, you know, the art yes. of talking is definitely something in the South as well. So, well, yeah. it's definitely a hospitality thing you have going on there when you're hosting yes. 
all the different uh, tenants yes. or residents at the yes. Red Brick. Uh -huh. We're going to talk a lot about that in the main body of the show. When you're welcoming the public in or visitors, there is a real sense of hospitality there, so you can apply that. There is. Southern I mean, hospitality. That, I think you do, and I kind of think about that. You know, that, um, you know, customer service is obviously at a core of, of, of the city of Aspen, but then a community center. And so, but yeah, you want to make sure that everyone feels welcome and a part of it, which is, right. which is the truth. So yeah. Right, right. So, yeah. so growing up in Memphis, yes. uh, by the way, I had spent a couple summers there. It's a fun I'll town. Tell you about that later. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's pay. some good stories. I was a beer hauler. Yes. Okay. That's how I paid my way through college in okay. Wisconsin. So there's some good stories. I hauled beer at different festivals around okay. the country. Yeah. And there was Carnival Music Fest in M Memphis. Memphis has amazing music. And amazing. I, I mean, and when I left Memphis um, in my 20s and moved here to Aspen, I didn't even understand that perspective until I looked back. The number of live music and concerts and yeah. artists kind of even up and coming or classics, obviously, like Bob Dylan and Willie Nelson, um, that that I saw growing up that that we just had access to. So it's a great music scene. And the Elvis influence and all oh, that. Yes. <laughs> the, the king after all. <laughs> yes, he is. So, so and a lot of family stories. I mean everyone had their Elvis story. So wow. so it's wow. good. Wow. Well Elvis isn't in the house, but I'm so happy to have you in the house today. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break, rehydrate. Great. Get ready for the body of the show. Perfect. Make you earn your cookies that I baked okay. for you. <laughs> No, that's really the only reason you're here. Right, it is. You probably yeah. heard about the cookies. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'll, I'll share more with you guys about the cookies, uh, which I'll be selling actually this off season. <laughs> Once again, Eric's Organic Chocolate Chip Cookies. Stay tuned to Facebook, and we want to welcome our Facebook Live audience. Thanks for joining us this week. Also, our YouTube audience, thanks so much for joining us. I do want to thank our winter underwriters, including the Aspen Public House, the Aspen Square, Aspen Times, Aspen Animal Hospital, Klug Properties, Sundog Athletics, near and dear to my heart, and Picking County Landfill. We're going to go to a quick break, our only one of the show, guys. Then we're back with Sarah Roy, Executive Director from the Red Brick Center for the Arts, the Brick House. <laughs> and we're going to share what's going on this off-season, coming up in this summer. So much going on at the Red Brick, so don't go away. Aspen Animal Hospital's partnership with Wellhaven offers our community a very friendly and professional staff featuring five veterinarians, a new care companion plan, wellness plans to cover your preventative care needs for the entire year, and now introducing new feline-friendly Thursdays. They also offer exotic pet care and acupuncture. For more information, call 970-925-2611 or visit AspenAnimalHospital.com. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Aspen Times, telling the stories that matter since 1881, is committed to local prep sports, arts, and entertainment coverage. They also offer the drop-in weekly recreational videos highlighting why we love to live in this community. The Aspen Times at local newsstands, aspentimes.com, Facebook, and Instagram. 
we're not in Kansas anymore. Hey, did you miss the turn for recycling? I can't read the map on your cracked screen. Celebrating another great winter season, Aspen Square Hotel is the hospitality place, featuring fireplace studio suites and larger condominiums with full hotel-style services in the center of downtown Aspen. Aspen Square is proud to support The Locals Show. Welcome to The Locals Show. People you work with, people you know. Thanks for joining us where we have a first-time guest of the week. I'm so honored and excited to have Sarah Roy in the house, along with Luna. Yes, is Luna Luna's keeping you company here. there, she, Sarah? Uh, she's being a sweetie. And she's such a sweetheart. She is. So reading through your bio, um, I found it really fascinating. I have three artists in my family. Oh, wow. My mom, yep. who's, who's no longer with us, she's creating mm -hmm. up in heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, and the ultimate creativity going on, uh, yeah. and my two brothers who are thankfully still around. Uh -huh. So I can really appreciate that. I kind of, I guess my creativity was never so much putting things on paper, uh, but, or other uh, mediums, mm -hmm. but with athletics and creating experiences and adventures. Mm -hmm. And you have a love of photography, yes. it sounds like. And um, how does that fit into your life right now? Because you're so busy, like, accommodating artists. Definitely. And showing what they're creating. Right. How do you kind of fit that into your life right well, now? Well, I think what's interesting that you just brought up is really creative, creativity can be expressed in, in, and found in experience in many different ways. So, right. right. Um, as a young child, actually, I came from a creative family. My mother is a classical pianist, musician, and so she had us all playing musical instruments at a young age. Oh. Um, that proved to not be my skill or my passion, but definitely <laughs> kind of instilled in me that kind of love of just, you know, of, of finding expression. So, um, and at a young age, I just really kind of took to photography. I think it was just one of those okay. moments of where, you know, looking at some black and white photographic images, I'm sure of like Ansel Adams or, you know, some of my other heroes, it's just, um, you can quickly feel transported. And I just loved right. that. So I started to study uh, photography, but I didn't I actually got an undergraduate degree in history in college, um, but I did go on to get an MFA in photography. But when in graduate school, when you're working with other artists, another element I came to really enjoy was that dialogue that you had between artists of kind of critiquing each other's work um, and kind of diving into that process. Okay. And so in my current role at, at the Red Brick, it, it, a lot of that happens. You know, I work closely with the artists when we curate the gallery shows, um, when I work with the gallery committee on that. Or getting to spend time with the artists in their, on the day-to-day, -day, you know, when you're in their studio with them. Um, and you're talking about their artwork, you're talking about their process or their materials and trying to help them problem solve that. So, right. Right. Um, so yeah, so I'm not actively making a lot of photography. It's something I always can go back to or sometimes right. go back to. Right. Um, but I think you find creative expression Doing this show is is right. an art form, you know. I mean, you're always are probably studying and figuring out ways you could do better, or how to make yeah. it more interesting, or to challenge yourself. So, and I right. think that's what the creative process is about. You right. Know? As long as there's that avenue, yes. and and you can express creativity in so many different ways, like you say, helping these other artists must be. It's it's almost a mentoring program at that point, you know. And yes. and I can kind of relate to that too. In a lot of ways, uh, two times I was in the Aspen Buddy program, mm -hmm. and it's like it's cool to go do your own thing. Like mm -hmm. it's way cool, you know, especially in Aspen. Yeah. But when you can share that, 
Yes. Or maybe even affect someone with mm -hmm. your knowledge, with your experience. That's that might even be more rewarding. I you think know, so in, too. In and certain I, ways. And I think it's. And then there's kind of the mentoring, which I agree, like the teaching, but a lot of times it's just a dialogue. I mean, even right. I'm sure with your, your buddy, yeah. you know, you get in dialogue. Like you're right. learning as much from them a lot of times right. as you're teaching them. Right. And I think so much about looking at art or listening to music or any kind of artistic expression is if you spend time with what that person makes, you're jumping into their perspective. Right. You know, you're trying to gain another person's perspective and learn through right. that. And then as an artist, when you create something, you're wanting, you know, you're wanting to put that out as well. So, so yeah. It's amazing. So yeah. you're still able, even though you have an extensive background, you know, working at galleries, mm -hmm. you know, your education, working with artists. I mean, you actually were at uh, Anderson Ranch for yes. a while. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, this is, uh, this kind of like puts it all together. It I does. Think. This is like, a, this is like the package. And I guess we all kind of arrive where we should be. Yes. In yeah. our point in life, yeah. you know, like today is where we should be right now. Right, the right. The culmination of our experiences. Yes. And now you can kind of take all that and, and even learn more. Is yes. what you're saying, which is Definitely. kind of astounding. Um, it is. When you take into account all your experience so far. Right. But still learning from these artists. Plus with art, there's so many mediums, right? There you could are. be in sculpture, yep. or you could be painting. Mm -hmm. And I do want to ask you about it. I saw there's an adult watercolor class. Mm -hmm. I might shock my brothers <laughs> and jump in <laughs> and not be afraid to fail. <laughs> so Absolutely. can you tell us a little bit about some of the like upcoming classes, like say yes. locals could take advantage of? Yes, we have, um, we have an adult and youth education program. Um, and so our adult program, Amy Beidelman, um, yeah. who's so talented. She's been and on the show. She is, yeah, she's, she's wonderful. Yes, and she's obviously great. a long time local. Yes. Um, and she's so talented and such a giving teacher. Um, and so we do, she teaches what, about once a month, a watercolor class and all of our classes are for beginner to expert in the same classroom. I mean, the teachers do a really okay. great, great job of kind of tailoring that experience and everyone gets something out of it, um, which is so wonderful. And same with our painting class. Our Masterpiece Mind is, um, is our painting class where adults come in and you paint a masterpiece. So the oh. teachers already selected, pre-selected the image okay. and everyone paints the same painting. Um, but you learn about color and composition and mixing paints. Um, but it's also a little fun. You know, we have wine and cheese. So oh, nice. um, like so it. it's definitely social. And, you know, it's, it's kind of meant to be that experience, you okay. know. But you definitely don't leave without feeling like at least you gained some sort of knowledge um, or had a fun conversation with a friend. Right. So, well, so the yes. social part, too. Yes. Is, is yes. huge. Yeah. And I like how you loosen up a little bit with the wine, You maybe. do. You do. Because <laughs> like a beginner like me, it's like a beginner in anything, right? Like right, I teach right. beginner mountain bikers are like, yeah. you're stiff, you're timid, you're pretty much freaking out. Right. So this is meant to be fun. This but unlike mountain biking, a little drinky poo helps, right? Loosen up, you know. And I can get you a little beret if you yeah. want oh, one, too. You release know? my inner, inner Pierre. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pierre the yeah. become Pierre the painter. Right. It's all kinds of selfie potential. I'm envisioning that right off the bat, <laughs> especially with Amy. Amy's great. She is so great. You get these great local artists yes. who can guide a lot of these classes. Yeah. And so when is the, uh, do you know the date offhand for? Um, we have like, all of our classes posted on our um, up on our website. So I think our next class with Amy, I want to say is the last week of April, so coming up. Um, and then our Masterpiece Minor Painting typically runs on Tuesdays. Okay. We'll pull back a little bit in the off season and the shoulder seasons um, and then kind of run them 
full board in the on season. So it's always just okay. best to check our website, I would say, for our upcoming classes. And can sure. you give people the website address? Redbrickaspen.com. Redbrickaspen.com. That's it. Go figure. <laughs> well, that's easy. Yes. That's yeah. cool. What else has been going on at the Red Brick? Because you took the helm. Yes. There was a little mm -hmm. bit of a problem, mm -hmm. might we say, with the, with the past director. We don't need to go into those details. Don't need to go into those It's been in the local newspapers. Exactly. Uh, but kind of like new start, yeah. moving ahead. What you know, are some of the cool new things? That a, a big transition that happened was it became a permanent department within the city of Aspen. And that okay. happened in August of this past summer, so August of 2018. Um, Leading up to that, a lot of work was done um, to kind of understand what what the red brick is, what role does it play within our community, how do people okay. feel about it. Um, we spent a lot of time with the tenants um, and the patrons of the red brick. And, I mean, not surprising, what we heard is how much people just value the red brick and yeah. how much it's a treasured place uh. and what it means to everybody and how special it is um, and how everyone wants to ensure that its future is is bright and strong and solid. So, um, so, so yeah, so that transition happened. Um, city Council unanimously agreed to make that a city department. And I think for a lot of reasons, um, this the facility is kind of an aging facility and the the ta uh, the city departments bring a lot of talents and skills between the asset department right. um, that can help oversee a facility um, the parks department maintains the grounds okay. um, but then also collaborating within the parks department we have a great events and marketing department um, and then the wheeler is also a city department and a really wonderful resource in terms of promoting cultural arts and having cultural arts but really tying into being there for the community you know the cultural okay. arts is programming that's for the community you know I know at the wheeler right now all the school kids are about to show up to do their plays. So yes. making sure it serves the community, keeping prices affordable, and engaging the community in those processes. So there's a lot to learn from all the departments within the city. Okay. Um, and so I think that that is being part of the city of Aspen and being part of the extensive group really keeps, um, really is it's on it's on a good track, you know. Right. And remembering, of course, the the vision that so many people had 25 years ago and really staying true to that. Thankfully you know, we got it done great. because yes. that was a relatively close election. It's amazing. Was it 1992? I, I, yes, I want to say in the... 90 and then or 92. 93 or 92. Right and there, then yeah. it opened its doors, I want to say in 94. Can you believe it? I mean, it, it's, is, it's, it shouldn't it have even amazing. been close, but yes. we, the voters got it done. And I that, voted on it. That's, I was here. I mean, it won by three votes. And I think three vote. that wow, history, that. we just have to keep telling ourselves and all the people that were so impassioned and why, and why they believed in it and what they believe in it, because that is at the core of it, that okay. it could have not been there. I mean, think of this red yeah. brick place wasn't here right now. I know. You know? It's astounding. It is. You so know? thankfully... So. <laughs> enough enough of us locals yes. had the wisdom had the wisdom and the vision to yes and, and, got it right. and now it's had a, a great new start under yes. your under your um command yes. we'll yes. Call it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really exciting yeah um let's talk about the people who are your residents your tenants um you've yeah. got a lot of creative uh, spirits in there and we do and you've got what nine nonprofits? is it nine nonprofits, and then the recreation department um is in the gymnasium right um and then we have 14 artists 
Wow. So it's a really wonderful mix. And I think what I've just come to appreciate so much is when you hear from the tenants, both the nonprofits and the artists, why they like to be with each other. Right. You know, um, you see that kind of happening daily. It's just the friendships and the collaboration, the interaction that just naturally happens when you have everybody underneath one roof. It's that, really great. That synergy. Yes. Yeah. And they can kind of play off each other, learn they from do. each other. Like you were talking about, like you learn from the artists. Yeah. They're learning from each other. Yes. And then you've got like Chris Klug uh, Foundation, yes. a good friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> a supporter of the show as well. Uh, yeah. The buddy program. It's fun, and uh, you get to, and all those people come in and out of the building. Chris was there yesterday. I think they were having a board meeting or executive meeting. You okay. know, um, and you see those friendships between, and you see how the artist influence the nonprofits in that sense. Um, you know, just that creativity again, keeping that kind of that those ideas fresh. Right. Hey, so. would you mind uh, creating our next logo? Yes. <laughs> 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 Can we pay you like, you know, 20 bucks? Yeah. I mean, we're friends, right? Yes. I mean. <laughs> so Chris Gugan, I just envisioned a board meeting for him, what that looks like. <laughs> like five people walking in with snowboards, <laughs> like brushing the powder off their helmets. And <laughs> but that's Aspen, right? That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's it. That's what we love. So yes. all that energy, that synergy, yeah. and then this just creative, it's yeah. kind of like a creative center. It is. An energy center in Aspen. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else would you like to share with, uh, like, what can, um, say, locals look forward to this summer? We talked a little bit about some mm -hmm. of the classes. And mm -hmm. what are some other things you'd like to share that are coming up? Well, we also have a great gallery exhibition program. So um, in our main hallway um, is the gallery. Plus, we just... Um, Turn the conference room in the first in the West End foyer into a gallery exhibition space as well. So we have nice. now kind of two separate exhibition space that we program, okay. um, and we have got. It is again a testament to the kind of the talents of the Roaring Fork Valley artist, um, the level of art that gets exhibited there. So the current show we have right up right now is called The Figure, and we have seven artists in that show. That comes down next week, and then the next show that's coming up is Art Start, and that is the okay. exhibit where we show all the Aspen Elementary Middle School students from Country Day oh, Community cool. School and Aspen Elementary Middle School, um, and it is. It's Fun. it's the show of the season for sure. Every square inch of that gallery wall gets covered with art. So wow. just yesterday, I purchased twelve rolls of white duct tape because <laughs> that is how the artwork goes up on That's the wall. That's just slapping it, it up is, on the wall with the duct is, tape. Yes, huh? it's over a hundred dollars worth of duct tape to put this art. <laughs> But um, it is obviously worth it. And then, um, so that show will stay up for a couple of weeks. Nice. Um, opens May 1st, and then we'll come down mid-May, and then we'll get ready for our June programming. So our first okay. June show opens June 5th, and it's the Bauhaus exhibition. So in celebration of the Bauhaus that's happening around town. 100 years. The 100 years. Um, the Red Brick is participating with this exhibition, along with other things. We have some Masterpiece Mind, Bauhaus-themed show, or classes going on. But with this exhibit, wow. we invited 20 printmaking artists um, to make a print in response to a Bauhaus quote. Oh. So, and we got the idea from Walter Pepke, um, who is the CEO of the Container Corporation um, and very involved in, this, in Aspen. Oh, yeah. um, 
for his container corporation, he would invite artists to design an ad every year oh. in response to a quote by a famous historical figure or literary artist. Um, and so he would call and he, he had commissioned really talented artists. Her Herbert Beyer did quite many of them um, for this along with other artists. So we took, kind of stole their idea and asked artists to um, to make a print, and they have to include the text. They have to include the quote into the print okay. um, in response to a Bauhaus quote. So we're okay. kind of, you know, re-envisioning the Bauhaus ideas kind of through a modern lens. Um, but it's 20 artists from the Roaring Fork Valley. Oh, cool. um, and so those prints will go up in June. And then in July, we have three um, artists. Actually, all happen to be from Carbondale. We have Chris Erickson, um, Andrew Roberts Gray, and John Cohorse. So they're having a three-person exhibit that opens in July. Um, and then in September, we have four local photographers, Neil Beidelman, Jeremy Swanson, Tamara Sousa, and Kristen Braggle-Wright. So wow. we definitely have a, three amazing shows. And then our last show of the year is our resident artist show. And that's where the artists who have studio space in the red brick will exhibit the work that they've created over the past year. So actually, we have wow. four amazing shows coming up right now. So I'm amazing. very excited. Wow. So, yes. Yeah, that's a lot. yeah that's and it a all just celebrating again just the artists that are here, and you can just see the really talents of, of, of what's being made. Right, so. right. It's just like local through and through, yes. which on the local show yes. we can really appreciate. Yes. <laughs> uh, Neil Vitalman goes, "Hey, easy, oh. Luna. It's okay, Luna. Luna. We got a, we got an intruder on the yes. set, Sarah. <laughs> I see the, I see the Ridgeback. See that, see that ridge up. I was telling you about. Luna, <laughs> little Ridgeback mix." <laughs> So it's, yeah, Luna, Luna gets a little Come protective here. of the set. You know, this you know is like our, how, this is our home away from that. home. I appreciate That's nice. That's yeah. good. It's our home that's away good. from home. Yeah. <laughs> we want any harm to come to our guests. No. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we're running down to our last, our last minute. Yeah. But um, I guess I want to ask you, you know, what do you love most, you know, about mm -hmm. your position as executive director at the Red Brick Center for the Arts and maybe just in like, you know, 20 seconds. Absolutely. I mean, I think like you said, it, it's a culmination of all the things that I love, which is yeah. definitely art, um, working closely with artists, curating um, <laughs> shows, and then, and then and then being so participatory in the community and getting to work so closely with the community. It is a social job. I mean, the number of people I get to talk through during the day is just so fun um, from <laughs> and the dogs. From, from the dogs too. And we are dog. a dog friendly place. Giving unconditionally from, here today, Miss From Luna. the children to you know, from from all ages, from diversity of the people that come through the Red Brick. Um, but to be able to work with everybody is is really it is is I'm very I feel I just feel very lucky. I feel very lucky. Did you have fun so, on the show today, Sarah? I did. I had a great time. Are you serious? I want to thank you. Yes. Organic chocolate chip and coconut. No way. And let me know what thank you think. You. Absolutely. You can be one of my cookie tests. Well, I will. I gladly will. And thank so. you, Luna. Well, see, she's, she's a lover at, in, in her heart. You Not are. really a fighter. You are. <laughs> thank you guys way. so much for joining us this week and this winter yes. on The Local Show. Aspen Public House is a modern gastro pub located in the historic Wheeler Opera House building in the heart of downtown Aspen, serving breakfast, lunch, opera ski, dinner and late night, seven days a week, 8 a.m. to late. Aspen Animal Hospital's partnership with Wellhaven offers our community a very friendly and professional staff featuring five veterinarians, a new care companion plan, wellness plans to cover your preventative care needs for the entire year, and now introducing new feline-friendly Thursdays. They also offer exotic pet care and acupuncture. 
For more information, call 970-925-2611 or visit aspenanimalhospital.com. I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their, their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Aspen Times, telling the stories that matter since 1881, is committed to local prep sports, arts, and entertainment coverage. They also offer the drop-in weekly recreational videos highlighting why we love to live in this community. The Aspen Times at local newsstands, aspentimes.com, Facebook, and Instagram. We're not in Kansas anymore. Hey, did you miss the turn for recycling? I can't read the map on your cracked screen. Sundog Athletics is your opportunity to experience one-of-a-kind guided adventures and gain new skills to experience the thrills of snowshoeing, fat biking, canoeing, mountain and road biking. They can be reached at 970-925-1069. Fresh updates at Sundog Athletics on Facebook or sundogathletics.com. Welcome to the local show. People you work with, people you 